Hello listeners, you're back for DVR's podcast episode three, Conversations from Isolation, and we have a very exciting guest. We've got Gracie, known as Pony Nuts. Hi Gracie. Hi, thank you for having me. Pleasure. Always love to catch up with you. <laughs> so obviously lots of people know you, but tell us about your horses. So I'm Gracie from Pony Nuts. I have four horses, very, very lucky. My two who are in ridden work, which is Bella, who's my competition one, and then Johnny, who's my four-year-old Connemara from Ireland, who I got last year. I've also got the original Danny, who was on my account since the beginning, and he's the famous one, I guess you could say. He's semi-retired now. He's still an absolute nightmare. And we also have Rocco, who is another unbroken Connie from Ireland, and he's my mum, and he's a nightmare as well. Oh, bless him. <laughs> I love your babies. It's so exciting to see you do that experience. And was that for the first time you did Ireland to buy horses? Yes, it was It was amazing when, when we went to Ireland, something I always wanted to do, and it was so good. It's a bit strange, really, because some of the horses out there obviously are very much like Irish bog ponies and kind of strange to see them all like that but to watch Johnny especially since he's completely like I rebacked him he didn't even ridden a couple of times when we got him to watch him grow and change his personality and come out of his shell so much it's just been so amazing and Rocco has been cool since the beginning but I'm sure he's going to be even cooler when he's back yeah they're so cute so rewarding do you would you say more rewarding than competing yeah actually the past couple of years have been a bit strange with competing I had a really amazing competitive year with Danny in 2017 and then after that we had fun but nothing that was like an amazing achievement and going into GCC years I thought was going to be GCC years and also starting the world of BE and it gets so much more competitive it kind of meant we didn't have any of those amazing results I had in 2017 I always knew that'd be the case but then when I got Johnny and I I kind of took quite a bit of time off from really competitive competing and just started to enjoy it a bit more and remember that it's not to do it to win it I'm in it because I love it and it's really kind of changed my whole perspective on it and it has made me a much happier much made me enjoy it a lot more Johnny has been so rewarding he's a completely different pony not in a way he goes but his personality when we got him he was a little tiny shy thing that was scared of everything and didn't want to do anything by himself and now he's this big character with an amazing personality and he loves everything like completely come out his shell yeah I'm so proud of him I could go on about that pony forever oh it's really really lovely obviously COVID-19 everything's happening um you were about to do a GCSEs, weren't you? So how are you feeling around that? It's really weird because I'm really lucky because I'm quite academic as it is. I did well in my mock exams from my school and I'm at a grammar school. So we have a lot of exams as it is. So it's not like I'm in a particularly bad position. In fact, I'm in a very lucky position. So are they going to take those? I think they're doing a mix between mock results and predicted grades. So like our classwork. So in reality, I'm in a very good position and I'm very grateful for that because now I obviously have like a three month summer basically. Yeah, I mean, for horsey people, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless, obviously, you're competing. Obviously, there are people who have, you know, worked really hard. Yeah, a bit frustrating, especially for BE. At least we've got the time to practicing. Yeah, exactly. And if you're bringing horses on, it's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. I'm not really sure how to feel about it. I'm sad that school's cancelled. has made me appreciate a lot how much I enjoy school. But yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, do you have three things that maybe people wouldn't know about you? People might not know when I was little... I um, put a saddle on my first pony and the stirrup wasn't done up on the other side and the stirrup came over the side of the saddle and hit me in the front tooth and ripped my front tooth up. So I have half a false front tooth. That's funny. I've got similar because when I was little, I rode my bike off the edge of some steps, obviously fell down the steps, and my whole front tooth was black where the dirt had gone into it. That was a baby tooth. And then when that came out, the tooth above was also dented. So I also have like half of that tooth has been filled in with fake stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so that was your one. Do you have any more? I can do a standing back tuck on the ground. Oh, that's impressive. That was due to, what, like five years of, that's kind of another interesting fact. I did five years, a long time of gymnastics up to quite high level, actually. I can see you as a gymnast, actually. Yeah, I was, I was, I was quite, um, I was a bit like a fairy elephant, really. I was all over the place. <laughs> I wasn't very good at the... I've never heard that that description for a gymnast. <laughs> That's what my mum always used to call me. <laughs> I was all over the place, very um, unbalanced, not very majestic, not very graceful. So you've not moved into vaulting? No. <laughs> I mean, still, the flexibility definitely and, and the muscle would help your riding. Yeah. And it's pretty cool to be able to chuck out my standing back tuck when I want. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's always important to have a party trick. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's talk about being an influencer. What would you say are the best things about being an influencer or your favorite bits oh definitely the opportunities um some of the opportunities i've had have just been amazing i had a lesson with ben hobb day yeah i saw that video that's amazing i've had opportunities to do meet up i've been behind the scenes i've met some of my favorite riders i interviewed mary king and tip of funnel and that was just that was so surreal and i interviewed zara tindu who was obviously a member of the royal family my mum was next to me and i could just see her she was like what is going on this is insane you've got to be brave to do that though because you must have the nerves before as well yeah it, and definitely actually one of the best things about it has been the way I've changed because when I was younger I wasn't popular at all I really didn't have many friends and I was not very confident but having this whole social media thing the thing is about it it's not really been like a lead up to it you go to the places and you're put in the situations you don't get to practice there's no like levels you go up to get there you just go from not doing it to doing it luckily I work quite well under pressure so when I've been put in those situations I've done fine but it's really helpful help me with my socials you have to thrive off that to be an influencer I think because you're putting yourself out there to do these things yeah I think you definitely do yeah can't really go into a situation like that and be nervous because it really corresponds to like what you say and how you say it yeah and I think sometimes people look at the like influencer lifestyle and they think oh I want that because they want free stuff and to go to things and people want pictures with them but they have to think they are agreeing to be a presenter to be be in the limelight to be criticized and everything else and yeah I mean a lot of it is presenting isn't it and people think that that comes naturally but until you put a camera in front of your face and give it a go you realize how difficult it is and there has been times even now when somebody's chucked a camera in my face and been like talk about this subject and I've been I've just not known what to say and I've thrown and it's it's really it is really hard to know how to say it and what to say and to not say things that are wrong or to say some something that can be misinterpreted and you're always there's always people out there who want to find things you said that are slightly maybe going against what they think and it is it is tricky yeah definitely but it has been really helpful what would you say are the worst things some of the negativity has been pretty horrid I've had some really bad really nasty things said about me and lies made up and spread that have just been like people really say that just so crazy and ridiculous that you just begin to lose faith in humanity a bit and enough it always spikes up around the time people are off school and they're bored that'll be why it happens and I know that now but I'm still quite young I'm only 16 and when I started this all I was what like 12 or 13 so it was all everything would just get to me and it's really hard to not let things get to me because people can say things that are really nasty and words do hurt it's so easy for people to say oh it's just a comment ignore it until it happens to them and then you get that feeling right inside and as much as you can tell yourself someone's jealous 
someone's you know doing it for fun because they've got nothing else to do they're not thinking about how it feels it doesn't matter it sits there in you doesn't it definitely definitely and it's all well and good being like it's just jealousy but in the end someone said that to you and it's really hard as you said to kind of get over that and it was only really when I started speaking to my mum a bit more about it and then I had that support network around me was when I really was like oh this is so ridiculous like I know how to cope with it now it can it can really affect people yeah definitely well as we know it affects everyone in the public eye what would be your advice to someone thinking that they want to make a career out of being an influencer honestly for me it's just be genuine the more you can be genuine and authentic and not hide things the better it is because in the end people are following you for yourself and if you're pretending to be someone you're not or pretending everything's perfect the whole time that's just the worst way about it you could go and people won't trust you brands won't want to work with you because you're not genuine you're not authentic and it's just really important to be yourself and to be truthful and only promote things you genuinely care about only say true things yeah that's my biggest advice definitely oh they're really good I think yeah it's like with the riding as well it's like well if you put only photos or videos of when everything's perfect what happens when people see you out in real life I had something like that happen I've luckily always been very truthful and never ever hidden but I am um, I went to a BE with Prince in 2018 yeah and we got to the end of the course and Prince was doing really well and actually in for a very high placing and there was a jump and he slipped under the fence it was really awful weather and he slipped under it and um, I retired after that because it was quite a nasty slip and then as I was coming back I was really upset and I was crying and two girls came over who knew me from my Instagram and I was a mess but I cannot stress enough how I must have looked like an absolute idiot but they came over and they were like trying to help me and it was so lovely of them but like imagine at that point if I had only exposed the good things in my account and they were like wow this is like the real side to Gracie almost that could have been so awful but luckily they kind of knew and I posted about it what happened and I was truthful so it wasn't a big deal but it so could have been if I was not so genuine definitely and also you open yourself up to more people kind of wanting to prove that you're not who say you are or whatever else and um and it just puts more pressure on yourself to be perfect all the time and no human can be perfect all the time no no and if we think that then it's really bad for us to think what would you say are the most common misconceptions about being a youtuber or an influencer i think definitely the most common misconception is that it's really easy and it's just about uploading videos because there's so much that goes on behind the scenes i always get people go to me like you don't reply to my dm and you don't answer all my messages and like i've asked you a question please reply it's so hard for me because i'm still in school not anymore but i'm still in school i still have my social life i still have my two horses but then i've got the entire aspect of like a full-blown job going on and it's not like I have a, a PR to do it but nobody does it for me I answer the emails I answer DMs I make the edits I upload the videos I write all the captions nobody does that for me and it's so hard to time manage that well sometimes I don't time manage it well but that's definitely the biggest misconception that it's just posting and enjoying all the benefits of it without any of the negatives because that's the thing as well it's really important to consider having time away from social media okay let's talk about your goat uh, how many goats do you have so we have two they're two pygmy goats called snowy and oreo okay what's the funniest thing that your goats have ever done how do i choose one it's kind of a big thing but they just have this random thing they do where they're like they'll just jump in the air and twist for no reason and like all over all over the place out of nowhere (laughs) i love it they're so funny do you know what other animal does that well as well as horses actually but bunnies have you seen rabbits do that do they yeah i used to have rabbits and mine used to he used to always be out in the garden and yeah he'd just be like grazing and then suddenly he'd just out of nowhere like ping <laughs> in the air oh that's so 
He could jump so high. Rabbits can jump so high. He used to jump over our fence and out of the garden down the road to the um, where there was a girl rabbit kept down the road that he liked to go and sit. <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. What is the naughtiest thing your goats have ever done? Oh, God, they do so many naughty things. How do I, how do I choose just one? Every day is a new naughty thing. I got a new bridle from Albion and they came in. They have seven acres of garden to run around. They managed to get into the tack room, which is five metres by two metres, tiny, into the tack room, onto the shelf and chewed my rain for no reason there was there was they had an entire garden food grass hay everything and they decided to go into the tack room which was shut and eat my rain they know exactly where they're meant to not be and they make it their life mission to get there oh my gosh that's a nightmare right we've talked goats so now we'll go on to horses so out of your four horses who is the cheekiest depends on the day probably go with Rocco the bravest Rocco again Rocco is weirdly brave the naughtiest <laughs> no comment Dan Okay, who's the agony on? Also kind of weirdly Dan, but like in a way he probably makes them all feel really bad about asking for help. But he probably still helps them. Uh, okay. Um, the class clown. Johnny, but not because he's funny, because everyone laughs at him. Oh, okay. What about the teacher's pet? Maybe Johnny as well, because he really wants to please. And then also Bella is a bit of a, Bella's a bit of a teacher's pet. I think she really wants everyone to love her. Okay. Who's the show off? Bella. She quite likes galloping up the field, showing off to all the boys. The most giving. Either Johnny or Bella, probably because they're both so young and they're, they really want to please and they really want to make every ride a good ride. But then Danny in competition environment is very giving he goes in that competition and he knows exactly what he wants to do and he's gonna win <laughs> that's basically his viewpoint about competition okay the moodiest and definitely dan <laughs> we love him still so it's fine <laughs> okay let's do um your earliest horse related memory i remember my mum's horse inky and i remember i sat on her back and my first ever canter we were doing lunging i remember just like inky started cantering <laughs> And we stopped. And my mum was like, like, you just cantered. And I just had I just had no control or idea what was going on. <laughs> I also remember my first proper pony, Jippo. We went on the stubble field. And I'd never cantered on a hack before. And I swear to God, he got on that stubble field and he just went. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, your funniest horse-related memory. I remember... <laughs> oh, God, this is embarrassing. I remember when I was really little, I tried to go up the muck heap with the wheelbarrow. And I slipped and fell on my face. And I just was like, wow. So I went inside, completely covered in... Oh no, I've done that as well. A really cute photo of me somewhere, completely covered. I've done that as well. I remember rain was awful and we had one of those planks where like you've put the chicken wire on to try and make it grippy, but it just makes it worse, I swear. (laughs) And um, I kept slipping and you know when you're like, I should stop, but you still keep trying. And then that was it. The whole wheelbarrow went completely all over me. And it was that thing as well where we were up the yard and there was all the like older sister and then there's all the kids and they're like older. So they're like cooler. I felt so embarrassed. (laughs) Okay. Your scariest horse related memory. I think it would probably have to be my recent fall from Bella. That was very scary. Yeah, I really liked how you did the video about your hat, though. I thought that was really good to... Champion were amazing. They sent, they really quickly sent me a new hat and took that in for analysis. And it was really interesting to see actually what the impacts were. Yeah, I think um, having it explained a bit just makes people think. Because you're right, sometimes, you know, you look at your hat. It is amazing how okay they can look. Yeah, like there was no, there was no damage on the outside, but on the inside it was very clearly damaged and I think it was great that you talk about you know getting straight back on and everything else but I must admit where you told people to skip I had to skip <laughs> the video because <laughs> I was already feeling squeamish enough when you were talking about your mouth <laughs> <laughs> 
was very gross. Okay, your best horse-related memory? I think it would probably be with Dan at the county champs where he, it was like my first really big proper national competition and Danny was last to go in the jump off class and he won it and it was passing over that finish line everyone was cheering I'd never really been in that situation before and then finding out he'd won and was like then going to compete for England schools in following next competition that was just amazing that's always going to stick with me I think yeah I bet I bet you couldn't sleep that night you must have just been like what has happened <laughs> okay um your craziest ride <laughs> I got in trouble for at the time but we laugh about it now um, when I was little, my best friend came around and we had a sleepover and my, the same horse who galloped from the stubble, he's called Jiffo. Um, in the middle of the night, I don't recommend this, please no one do this who's listening. In the middle of the night, I went out with my best friend and we rode the pony bareback with his rug in the field, just in the middle of the night. My mum wouldn't have known, but the next day my best friend like accidentally said it and my mum was like, what? So yeah, I got in a lot of trouble for that. Won't be doing that again. I've gone out on a night ride once. Me and my friend decided we'd go up really late in the evening with tack on and everything else, not like you. <laughs> But um, in the pitch black and we uh, the yard was like straight onto the downs. So there was no like roadblock or anything. But we actually went out and we only got about five minutes out. And we decided this was the most ridiculous idea because you couldn't even like do anything but walk because you couldn't see a thing. <laughs> but we did see a fox, which was quite fun. <laughs> but I must admit, going out to the stables when it's dark and seeing the horses at night is nice, isn't it? There's something special when they're all sleepy. What about your best ride? I've definitely had a favourite ride when I've been at the beach yeah I enjoy being at the beach a lot they're always really good and they're always that's always so fun I highly recommend going on a beach ride yeah the beach is special proudest horse related achievement so besides the county champ win um I think Prince and I last year had a bit of a strange season we worked really hard but we were never really there we did well but never quite good enough and then probably not my proudest horse related achievement ever but what I can think of recently under 1800 at, Str at Little Downham he had a double clear inside the time and he came seventh in the under 18 it was my highest placing in an under 18 and I'd worked really hard for that he was really amazing that day he was never really a straightforward ride for me and I felt like I definitely cracked it that day with him yeah that's amazing and I think where you've got so far with Johnny's pretty good achievement yeah yeah actually yeah I'm very proud of Johnny um, I don't really talk about that kind of side of myself being pr proud of him. But I worked, I've worked really, really hard with him. Exactly. It's definitely an achievement. These, you know, these things don't happen overnight. Hopefully over the next couple of years, he'll get even better. Let's do quick fire. Mare or gelding? Gelding, I think. Connemara or warm blood? Connemara. Show jumping, cross country or dressage? Yeah, cross country. If you got to try one, would you try scurry driving or Shetland Grand National? Oh, Shetland Grand National without a doubt. <laughs> Okay, if you had to do one, would you do the Prescience Wall at Olympia or the Derby Bank at Hickstead? Uh, uh, oh, I think the Derby Bank. I think that would be my option as well. It is steep, though. You've got an event and you're only allowed one. Would you take your saddle or your bridle? Oh, I think I'd do it with my bridle. I'd do a bareback event. <laughs> Sounds fun. Types of show jumps for you to choose one or the other. Would you choose an oxer or a brush and rails? Oxer. Water or bank? Water. Oxer or triple bar? Triple bar. Post and plank or post and rail? Post and rail. Cross country. Tabletop or roll top? Roll top. Coffin or water? Coffin. Gate or wall? Wall. Skinny corner or steps? Steps. Tires or log? Lock. Right, let's do your last bit. So this is the quick fire isolation quiz. What would you or what are you listening to? I'm a really big music fan. Um, the 1975 is my favourite at the moment. I saw them live about a month and a half ago, I think now. What about watch? Quite a lot at the moment, considering the fact I have no school. 
Um, but I really am liking, you know, the motivational Christian YouTubers like Ekwai Ali. What would you read? Oh, I sound like such a nerd. I really like reading. Reading's like my favourite, favourite hobby. I love reading as well. I'm a real sucker for like teen romance horse books. Oh God, I can't believe I said that out loud. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that will be the same. Yeah, but honestly, that is, I like those kind of books. <laughs> what about create? Uh, probably YouTube videos. I really enjoy creating edits and videos for my YouTube definitely at the moment I'm feeling really inspired things to do I like drawing I'm really getting back into drawing quite a lot and also planning I'm quite a big planner <laughs> I really like setting out like schedules and things I need to do so I'm feeling organized and then obviously like go and see the horses and with planning as well even if you don't end up sticking to it there's something just really satisfying about doing the plan <laughs> what would you write I really like creative writing. It's always been something I really enjoy. Yeah, and actually, you know, lots of people go, oh, I can't do that. It's like with drawing, people go, I can't do that. But it's like, you only need to have a hand and a pencil and you can draw. Draw with your eyes closed. Like, all of these things are really good for us. What would you eat? Oh, besides pasta, probably my favourite food is Reese's chocolate cups or custard. Play. We have this game, <laughs> we play as a family. And it's called, I really, really recommend it. It's a board game and it's called Exploding Kittens. It's not actually about exploding kittens. It's such a good game and everyone we've introduced it to loves it. It's quite tricky to get your head around to start with, but we play it all the time now. I'll look out for that. What would you make? Banana bread. I really like making banana bread. I love banana bread. Who would you support? I definitely support local businesses, without doubt. And specifically at the moment, supporting the key workers like the NHS because they're under so much pressure. I can't even imagine what their life must be like at the moment. I think it's really, really important to support them. I know. It's crazy because we're sat here in our homes and everyone's got a local hospital and we just have no idea. One of my best friends is actually a nurse, so I've had quite a few stories, but we couldn't comprehend. Eco life hack. Let's have it. <laughs> <laughs> so my eco life hack, you know, this is this is strange, um, but I do recommend you all trying it. Try showering the dark. It is life changing. I promise you will not regret it. <laughs> and it saves Saving energy. electricity. Yeah, you save electricity could you turn the lights off music on or anything yeah you have music on have music on and just vibe in the dark it is it is quite something yeah it sounds it i mean yeah as long as you kind of make sure you put like your shampoos and things maybe on the floor first out the way make sure you know where it is <laughs> make sure you know where the hot and cold is <laughs> and everything else before you start that <laughs> <laughs> okay right that's everything wrapped up but i actually have a little surprise for you gracie Ooh. Hopefully you haven't seen anywhere. I tried to work it out so that it would be hidden from you. But I actually have asked people to give me little comments that they want to tell you to bring some positivity to your life oh. <laughs> while you're stuck at home and how you make people feel. So I've got a few comments for you. Oh. So I've got one here from Ride With Rhythm that says, Grace, you have an incredibly beautiful and infectious smile and you are a positive influence to a worldwide network of equestrians. Keep inspiring our youth to follow their dreams. Oh. Hopefully I say everyone's names right. Um, Tash and Jack say how positive she is and how hard she tries. She never gives up and is an inspiration to us. Oh my God. <laughs> H. Dot show jumping says she's positive, happy and always smiling, yet no, not fake and shares her good and bad. She loves her horses for what they are and always seems to be having fun. Oh. My 12.2 Bay, you are an amazing girl. With all your ponies, you have inspired me to start with youngsters. Oh. SZCH strides. Uh, hey Gracie, I wanted to let you know that I love how down to earth you are and how realistic you are with your ponies. You portray such a positive view 
through your social media. Keep up the good work. Venting My Cob says, Gracie, your positivity is all we need on this app. The way you treat your horses is inspiring. Oh my God, I'm definitely going to cry. Jumping Freddy, I love Gracie's account because she is honest and she doesn't hide all the bad stuff. Also had the pleasure of meeting her at Blenheim. She is so kind. BL Equestrian, she never boasts about anything she has and is always grateful. She keeps her account a really safe place for her followers and she's always so lovely. She's so genuine and loves her horses and the sport, which makes us love her account. She's a great influencer because she's so relatable and very sociable with others. She's just so fun and genuinely kind, which is why she inspires so many people. Jen said, amazing rider and really truthful about confidence, which I love. Massive inspiration. P.S. Equi, she loves her horse no matter what and and treats them with true respect. Meg Show Jumping, Gracie, you're such an amazing person. You work so, so hard and you deserve the world. Um, Jumping Diva, her ponies are awesome and she is an incredible rider. Her content is so interesting. Equi Phoebe, she's always very kind, has a great sense of humour and really puts the effort in. She's gained a huge fan base through her fantastic content and it's incredible. She rides beautifully and brings out the best in all her horses. Lorsi, she's such a lovely and kind person. Um, Malone's mate Gracie is just a legend and set fire to the rain she's so happy and down to earth and does such informative vlogs there you go oh that's so adorable (laughs) wow that has made my entire day I did not expect that at all oh I thought it would be really nice because you are so positive and you're such a great influencer and um well I love the idea thank you so much thank you thank you and thank you to everybody who sent in those messages that is so lovely (laughs) yeah we thought it might make you happy it absolutely has okay well thank you so much for being a guest oh that's no problem at all my pleasure and yeah where can everyone find you even though lots of people know you already in case anyone doesn't well they can find me on instagram obviously at pony underscore nuts and then on my youtube as well which is pony nuts and that's probably my main place perfect okay thank you very much and one last thing i just want to mention to you all while you're here is that this week starts, some of you might have seen that we've got dance exercise and we've got uh, yoga for you all for free from Instagram and Facebook Lives. So on Thursday mornings at 10, we've got dance exercise over on the Instagram. And then Friday mornings at 10, we've got awakening yoga on lives on Facebook. And if you're busy on any of them, we will be saving the lives so you can go back and watch and do the classes. They'll be really fun. Uh, Nicole is running them and she has been a fitness instructor, dancer. She's a rider as well and yoga teacher for years. So uh, tune in and have some fun with us.